Hi everyone, how have you been? Did you have a good weekend? Well, I surely did. It was a long one, a good Friday weekend. It was nice, relaxing, especially after a super crazy last week. We had a short getaway that did not involve too much travel time or too many bookings, thus keeping us away from overindulgence of the virtual world. <laughs> Speaking of which, I definitely am excited to carry forward our cybersecurity conversation with Shubhita, telling you all about the ways to secure your digital footprint. So without any further delay, let's go. You know, in case of an attack, right, your data gets stolen. Yeah. What happens with that data? Very often, of course, it lands in bad hands because that's the way it is, right? They want your data so they can sell it to somebody. So it's generally available on the dark web. I was uh, reading that one of the weakest link mm-hmm. um, that causes cyber attacks mm. is human errors. You know, it can open a can of cyber worms. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the common mistakes that we make? I think the number one mistake that we make is our password management. You know, we employ such easy passwords. You know, we have something like QWERTY, 12345, uh, ABCD, 1Hash. Because from our perspective, you know, we want to remember, we want to have a password that we can easily remember. Because we have to remember so many passwords. It becomes really difficult. The second thing, what we do is that we write it down somewhere. You know, it's very easy for somebody us to lose that piece of paper, and but that chances are a little low, you know, if you're reaching into somebody's hands. So whenever we are using this password, on that server there are constant attacks. You know, it's called as a brute force attack because they want to know how many passwords are there and you against whose username. Okay. But very often people think of a nursery rhyme and use words of that rhyme, you know, to create a password. So there are different ways of creating a password, but do remember to have different passwords for different websites. Wow. So your banking transactions will have different passwords. Your shopping uh, yeah. sites should have different passwords. So God forbid if one is breached, they can't use the same again because your name will be the same. Yeah. So it's easy for you know hackers to find out you know, how, yeah, how yeah. to do that. And uh, it's important not to have passwords uh, which actually reflect some of the important events of your life. and. Mm. So as a fun fact, women tend to do that. So their marriage anniversary, their birth of their children, all those birth dates become their passwords okay. for a host of reasons because it's easy to easy to remember. So so nothing against women, but it's just just a thought process. Yeah. But as far as possible, it should have a mix of capital letters, small letters, numbers, and symbols. Special characters, right? So um, there's so many times that I'm um, logging in, for example, my Gmail, right? Mm-hmm. So suppose I have an iPad where I've never logged in mm-hmm. or I'm using another Gmail account. I mean, you have a couple of them anyway, mm-hmm. so, right? So it's like this, okay, now you go to your Google Photos and click a tick to make sure that it is you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, once in a while, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. But after a point, it gets like, it is me. <laughs> Can you just let me in? Yeah. You know, but I'm sure, I'm sure this is there for a reason, you yeah. know, and it's called a two-factor authentication yeah. window. So could you so yeah, the way uh, the way uh, two-factor authentication has been devised is that in case your f- password is compromised, okay, that means it gets revealed to the hacker. You have to go to the next step, right? Because then you know, there's the next step is where you know, does he have that connection with your device or your face? Okay, 
So if he doesn't have, he can't go further. Yeah. So that's why the two-factor authentication is very important. So typically that happens either by biometrics, so your face or your thumbprint or your sound. So yeah. your voice also plays an important role or, you know, you have authenticators on your devices. So in fact, in SingPass, if you see that if you want to access any of the Singapore government websites, they will always have a face yeah, ID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's important because our face cannot be replicated, you know. Uh, you know, most small business owners, actually, they think that they're too small uh, and nobody can attack them. But please remember that even as small business owners, we use credit cards all the time right. to make purchases. And that transaction history is always available, you know, in case of an attack. So we also have to be very careful that just because we are a small business owner, you know, we are connected to the virtual world. So for us also, cybersecurity is important. So that part is something that we should never forget. Now that we know that there are so many cyber attacks mm -hmm. happening and we are all prone to it, what are some of the cyber hygiene that each one of us needs to practice? I think first is education and awareness. Awareness in terms of we should know that we are connected to an outside world, you know. So we have to be always aware of what we are doing at that point in time. That is number one. Number two is make sure that we always have an update antivirus solution we need to have we don't have we as a small business owner or at our homes we don't need very expensive antivirus solutions but a good antivirus solution then number three is that uh, don't, don't let that email manipulate you into clicking make sure that you know you really know who that sender is otherwise just hover on it for a little while and then you actually can see the email address okay if you hover so you have to be that those are the three things that are very important the fourth important thing, of course, is patching up your systems. As I was saying, every time there is a security patch released, please patch up your devices. Please update your devices. Make sure don't make any banking transactions sitting at a cafe using the... Public unless it's, it's extremely urgent. Yeah. And even if you do, say for example, please monitor your banking account. You know, then that will also give you a good idea of whether it's being hacked or not. Right. So... um. Coming to kids, children, mm -hmm. school children, um, you know, they are living in a world of um, digital privileges, I feel, which also means that they're surrounded by, you know, cyber crimes and um, mm -hmm. security problems that can crop up. So um, how can they, instead of just being an onlooker, how can they be equipped to become more of cyber defenders? You know, I think as parents, it's very important to educate ourselves first. So at the end of the day, we can't remain uh, outside of the digital world. You know, we need the digital world. Uh, the three things that really come to my mind is they they interact with three three kinds of people uh, on the digital uh, world. First is they interact with strangers, and that's where you know we have to be very careful. You know, uh, who are these strangers that they interact with? Uh, how safe is that interaction? Or do we even want to encourage that kind of interaction? Because very often these strangers can even pretend to be their friends or pretend to be of their age and then try and yeah. start extracting information from our children. So that, that is something they have to be aware of. That's a really called catfishing and they really need they near, really need to know who they are interacting yeah. with. Hmm? Yeah. Secondly is their interaction with their own peers. And the problem there becomes uh, if their interaction is happy, it's a good interaction. Peers is somebody who they even know, you know. Yeah. Um, the problem here comes with cyberbullying, you know, where they can be bullied very badly. 
and that can have a huge impact on the children you know because they don't see the person at the other end and all of us are very conscious about how we feel you know so that cyberbullying can have very very big impact and the third is also self our, our, our own and the children's own self mm-hmm. uh, accessing from sites can sort of lead them to do some amount of self harm so they have to be right. very careful as to yeah. where they're going and what sites they are uh, interacting with. Yeah, it also kind of exposes them to certain things too early in life. What about um, slightly bigger kids, you know, school children, higher school? First of all, they should keep themselves very safe. Uh, They should not be talking to strangers unnecessarily. They should not be sharing their passwords with anyone, you know, including their friends. In fact, nobody should be sharing their passwords at the end of the day, you know. So if the kids have a password, they should be sharing with a grown-up that they trust. at home it could be a father or the mother um if they're making any in in app purchases they have right. to make sure that they're actually purchasing from the right site how we can do that is we can actually go to the site and you can see there is a lock click on the lock it will show you the certificate okay so it shows that the site is safe and you are actually able to make that purchase if we sort of put that onus and responsibility on them i think they they'll a become very empowered and take the responsibility very seriously so in that sense you know that empowerment is very important and and they are very safe on internet when they right. use the internet yeah okay and um, if if at all you know somebody does get exposed to yeah. um supposed cyber attack yeah. what what are the measures one can take honestly it's very difficult for us to know that there is a cyber attack but you click on an email that you're not supposed to and then you realize oh i wish i had not clicked on this email because it's taking me somewhere that yeah. i'm not supposed to go right. importantly when that happens is that the device that you're using to connect to the internet you isolate the device that means you stop the internet connection if it's on a wifi you stop that wifi okay because typically what happens is that if the hacker comes to know of your details they will try and manipulate you from remote okay so that connection has to be stopped If you can you can refresh the device you know if it's a phone you have to refresh it if it's your if it's your laptop please run an antivirus solution to make sure that nothing is compromised if you're still not happy i think you should take it to an expert and make sure that you're okay before you actually reconnect the device back onto your system okay so um have you ever faced a cyber attack um there could be instances where i could be clicking on an email that i'm not supposed to So supposing an email supposing uh, you know brother you tell me that I'm Shubhada I want you to take a look at something and I'm going to send you an email and I get an email from you and it says aprajita with a a so to a naked eye it looks all okay but if i hover around that email i'll see that a is written a bit differently so which knows that it's actually not come from you from someone else right so i have to make sure that i don't click on that email okay yeah so it can happen to any one of us there could be a lot of coincidences you know where that email has come from doesn't probably know that you were about to send me an email but all that coincidentally happened at the same time hackers have found very sophisticated ways of reaching out to people and we are always behind the curve you know okay i think if you do something mindfully yeah. then i think it will be easier yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I think it's extremely informative and very very helpful information for for I think every single person out there. So thank you. It's a pleasure Aprajita but as all of us know we are all learning all the time. It's all the things that I've suggested. I think we just follow those few things and they will be part of the ecosystem where yeah. we hopefully can keep the hackers 
at B. Right, yeah. So there you have it, our conversation about cybersecurity. I know I have picked up a lot of things that I would be implementing in my daily ba- on a daily basis. And I really hope uh, this conversation has given you a better perspective as well. If you have any questions or would like to tell us about something that you would want to hear in the future, don't forget to drop us a message. Also, next week's cappuccino is going to be extra hot and frothy. We have not one, but three guests joining us for a fun-filled cup. So don't forget to tune in. Have a great week ahead. Stay connected.